What's up, guys? It's Little D from FMF. When I'm not mixing gas and hauling ass, I'm listening to Big MX Radio. Hey, guys, what's up? This is Andy Frisella here. You're listening to Big MX Radio. But when you're done with this episode, come check out the MFCEO project, MFCEO.com. I got all your motivation. I've got everything you need to know about running your brand. I've got everything you need to know about getting shit done, and we can do it together. can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear, or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. to the future but embrace our past we study we analyze we race on Sunday so we can innovate on Monday we exercise trial and error religiously through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection. We learn. How to make products for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision.
from Grundahl. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian, the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallo Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Brand, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. He's been riding Supercross for about two weeks now, uh, a couple of different tracks throughout the, his stay down in California. He's my Canadian brother. He's coming off of a, uh, a broken arm, goes by the name of Jess Pettis. How's it going? Good. Not too bad. How about yourself? Not too bad. Not too bad whatsoever. Um, we're here in Oakland. It's going to be your first, your first Supercross. Uh, Jess Pettis. On the Big MX Radio podcast show, um, what are you looking forward to, to accomplishing this weekend? Um, honestly, I mean, obviously this is my first Supercross, so uh, I'm just going to go out there kind of with an open uh, mindset and just kind of go, you know, race by race and just worry about qualifying at first and then uh, just go from there. But you know, I, I ideally want to just get out of here healthy and with a with a good, re- you know, decent result and happy with how I rode. Kind of is the main goal, but. Um, you know, obviously to make it a night show and then hopefully make a main would be great. But uh, just kind of play everybody here and, and see how we feel. How is the arm? How, how far along are you? Uh, any residual pain or some things that are kind of holding you back at this moment? No, uh, I mean, I broke my arm just over two months ago now up in Canada at uh, Arena Cross. So, uh, I mean, I've had some time, but I did break it pretty bad. And, um, you know, most, most doctors and whatnot would tell me to, to still be off the bike. But... I've been trying everything I can, uh, and and you know rehabbing it all the best I can, and just to be back on the bike, you know I'm super stoked. So um, it definitely doesn't hurt me at all, which I'm super stoked about because that is never a good sign when you're in pain. So right. no pain at all. I got a little bit of numbness in my one finger just because of a little bit of nerve damage, but it doesn't bother me on the bike at all. So that's uh, that's very good. 100% feeling in that hand right now. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, definitely feels good. Um, like I said, on the bike I have no issues at all, so I'm pumped on that. Fair enough. Just uh, maybe some off, 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 off the track issues been manipulating that hand. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously just a little bit of mobility and, you know, just obviously it takes, you know, doctors can say it takes up to a year for your, your you know, bone to fully recover, or, yeah. you know, whatever injury it is. So um, definitely takes time, but it's not holding me back on the bike at all. So, um, yeah, I'm ready to get going here in Oakland. Uh, an accelerated program for tomorrow uh, being your first Supercross. I guess you, it's not, that won't be any different for you because it'll be your first one. But uh, how do you plan on approaching the, an early morning uh, and, uh, and, and just having to throw down a, 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 a lap nice and early? Yeah, I mean, obviously we'll get to bed here pretty early tonight and it's early scheduled tomorrow. So uh, I assume I'll be C practice, which is kind of a bummer. Um, but, I mean, we'll, we'll use it to our advantage best we can and um, get a fresh track out there and um, just, yeah, get you know keep it nice and smooth and mellow in the first practice, get used to everything. Obviously, it's all new to me. So, um, yeah, hopefully just keep improving each practice and by the night show, we're good to go. If you, uh, I, do, I do assume that you'll be in the C practice, but if, if, when you're in that scenario, would you rather uh, get out in front of everybody and, and go just kind of do your own thing and, and possibly pick through those guys once you come back around to get them or, uh, or kind of let them go and then, and then like kind of assess the track on your own? Yeah, I'd say I'd probably go out first and, uh, you know, just have a nice clear track and 
Um, you know, just worry about it myself. I, you know, definitely would like to be in the beat practice, but I think uh, I think it'll be all right. We'll we'll go out there and we'll just get our feet wet and keep it mellow. How many more of these are are you going to do? Uh, where are you staying in California? And uh, how excited are you to head back to uh, to Abbotsford for the first round of the Triple Crown Series? Yeah, I'm gonna gonna plan on doing San Diego here next weekend, and then gonna have to head back up to Canada to get the Jetworks Series started up there in the end of February. But um, down here, down here living with my trainer Kevin Urquhart. He lives in Menifee, California, so you know Southern California, right in the Mecca Motocross. So um, it's been going great. Hopefully, down here for most of the winter. Working with a guy like Kevin, uh, a guy who's been around the sport for a long period of time, he knows the sport, he knows how to train, uh, although maybe not himself, but uh, other riders, he's gotten the best out of a lot of guys, including Noah McConaughey, including yourself. Uh, what is it that he brings to your program, which is kind of the X factor to making something special happen there on Saturdays? Yeah, he just, uh, you know, he's, he, he always wants the best for you, so I think that's really important, you know, this step in my career right now. He, he's a good guy to have there, just have another set of eyes on me on the track, and, you know, he's got a good eye for it too so just a little bit extra extra advice on the on the track and technique and and whatnot i'm fairly fairly good with my own program as far as i don't have to be too motivated to to go training or you know whatnot um but he definitely is a good good help at the track and uh yeah what are you doing off the bike like what kind of intervals are you doing on the on the on the bicycle what kind of bicycle are you riding how often are you lifting weights and when you're with lifting weights if you do lift weights uh like what kind of exercises are we doing as far as like like not three sets of 10 are we pyramiding like what, what are we doing um yeah well obviously motocrossers there you know you're not meant to have short big bulky muscles so um we know we try and keep it a little lighter and, and higher reps of course uh, when we are doing gym work uh, I do a lot of cycling and mountain biking as well as off bike training. So, what kind of bike you got? Um, I got a Marin uh, road bike, and uh, I got a Scott mountain bike. But nice. getting a Marin bike here soon, so um, it's always fun. You know, change up the training program and keeps it fun while you're training. So that's awesome. Cool. Uh, do you think we can hunt down a, an extra mountain bike for for next week, and uh, the two of us hit the trails or what? Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Let's do it. All right. All right. Cool, man. Well, best of luck this weekend, Jess Pettis. Uh, stamp it right now. Top fifteen tomorrow. Awesome. Hope so. Thank you, Jake Weimer. Jake, how's it going? Good. Good. Glad to be here. Here in Oakland. You're glad to be in Oakland? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Second round of Supercross. Uh, got our feet wet last weekend. How'd it go for you? It was fine. I mean, I. I mean. I knew it was going to be tough, so I, I the whole day, I mean, it, it was difficult, but I knew, I knew that going in and just kept an open mind and didn't really let it rattle me, but, you know, it's going to take a few weeks of just trying to, you know, just trying to improve till I, till I get to where I feel like I need to be or want to be. Um, I knew coming in I wasn't really, not 100% prepared, but at that point it's like well i mean i could wait another month you know but it was just like ah just just get going and just try and learn as i go um riding in that uncomfortable feeling uh unfortunately that's something that you've had to become a little bit more accustomed with over the last few years uh does those experiences kind of help you in a day like uh, last weekend yeah absolutely i mean you know i mean speed wise i was slow and just everything but at least with the experience and all that you know that you can put yourself in the right situation to you know like my case to at least get in the main and and do those laps so yeah i mean experience definitely plays a part of that 
What are your goals in, like uh, going forward? Like, where would you like to see yourself? Where do you see yourself fitting in once you're fully capable? I, I mean, I don't really know how to answer that, to be honest. Um, I think that will become more clear as I as I get going, but I, I don't really know. I mean, I definitely feel that I can be in the top 10 for sure. Um, beyond that, I, I don't know. I don't know where that ceiling is right now, so I, I don't know. Uh, that being your, your first basically official event with the team, Moto Concepts, uh, with the Bullfrogs spas on there, um, what, what was your overall impression of how they conduct themselves on race day? Oh, it's been awesome. I mean, I, even though I didn't race, I was at you know the Anaheim 1, Anaheim 2, and um, spent plenty of time with them at the test track. So uh, I, I had a good idea what to expect, but I mean, everything's, everything's solid, and I think team's running smooth, and our equipment's good, and... Um, you know, JB's killing it, and so no, I, I think everyone's everyone's good, everyone's happy, and yeah, we're moving along. Uh, it's often been said that a, a guy like uh, Tony Alessi is going to climb climb uh, climb over a wall to, to to get his guys what they need. Uh, is there an instance or a time that he really surprised you as you went kind of the extra mile to make sure that you guys have what you need? No, I'm not surprised because I mean, even before I signed the deal and whatever, I ta- I spent a lot of time talking to Tony. So I I mean, I I knew. You know that's where he was, and, and that he'll he'll get in the ring and fight for you if he needs to. So um, you know, I he's he's done that in a few situations, but to say I'm surprised, I, I, I'm not. Awesome, man. Well, uh, best of luck this weekend. I really appreciate the time, and uh, go enjoy the track out there. Perfect. Thank you. He's about to do a five-step drop and hit a, hit a pass across the middle, but before he does that, Justin Brayton here at Oakland. Uh, Justin, it's uh, some pretty soft soil. We're going to get some ruts. No, no rain throughout this week, but uh, the like uh, it's going to dry out by the end, by the time the the day show happens tomorrow. Uh, what's your approach this weekend? Yeah, I, I think uh, anytime you come to Oakland, and I even ten or fifteen days out, I start checking out the weather, just because you never know here, and uh, the weather's incredible. Um, man, the dirt here last year, I remember just being so challenging with, with all the weather coming up to it with all the rain. So um, this year looks a lot better. Um, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to rut up, but I don't think it's going to be endless ruts like last year. So mm-hmm. uh, I think the soil is going to be primo. The one thing that uh, for me I kind of get disappointed with when I see a, a, a track out a track layout is that there are five five corners on this track that are, are ninety degrees or bigger and only three uh, one hundred degree turns, including the one before the finish line. How does that affect racing? Uh, it affects it huge. It's it's really all the difference. Um, you I think just run around the outside. Yeah, we just run around the outside. You can't really set anybody up in ninety degree turns. You can't get to any speed to pass them down the next rhythm lane or you just no real setup. So it turns into follow the leader. But you know, we'll see. I haven't been on the track yet. We'll kind of see how it shapes up. But um, I think if you know last weekend proved anything, it was great racing, a challenging track, and a lot of one eighties. So. Um, hopefully, you know, I've looked at the track maps and a lot of track maps have 180s, but I think in a baseball stadium like this, there's not a lot that can do. Fair enough. Um, as far as uh, the, the value in coming here on, on, pra- on press day, uh, is there anything that you can find out today that'll kind of get you guys ahead of the game tomorrow, which will be a, uh, a, a condensed program? I think the biggest thing is just getting some time on the race bike. You know, we ride all week on a, on a different bike and I've been around a long time and there's really no two motorcycles the same. So, you know, you show up and just eliminates that, uh, you know, that 
few laps, I guess, of the first practice on race day where you can go out and you can really charge right away. You know exactly what you're riding. And, um, I mean, they're so close, but they're just, a, you know, just a tick different. And I think this press day will help. And then we get to see the dirt. And I think there's several different advantages to it. But at the end of the day, the track will probably be quite a bit different tomorrow. Um, your first year working with uh, Tony Berluti. Uh, what can you say about uh, the finished product of a race-prepped Tony Berluti motorcycle? It's pretty awesome. And I'll tell you what, obviously he's known for how great he is to building the bike and stuff. But just off the bike, I think he's helped me uh, tremendously with uh, just how we interact, the respect I have for him, the respect he has for me. And, um, you know, he's intense, which I like because I, we're here to do the same thing. And when, when we talk or talk about things, we have the same goal, and that's to do the best we can. And um, that's pretty nice. You know, um, a lot of guys uh, might have different motives or different reasons why they're here, but him and I are here for a reason. We could both be at home right now just as easy as we're, we're here, but we love it. It's our passion, and um, we choose to be here, and it's pretty cool. And you guys are a little bit of a mirror image of each other as far as racer and uh, mechanic. Which do you get most stories of? Is it Robbie Rayner's stories? Uh, you get uh, Huffman's stories, or is it uh, uh, Tortelli stories? <laughs> uh, man, he's worked for like so many legends. Uh, the the biggest one we have in common is Budman, Buddy Antonez. So Budman was kind of my mentor coming into Supercross, and I was teammates with him in, in Arena Cross. So. Um, I and, know that. and then, uh, yeah, he's the one who kind of got me my first, my first ride in, in Supercross. My first tryout was, was Budman. So uh, he was my trainer for a while. He was my riding coach for years and years, and Berluti worked for him. So um, that's kind of our one guy that we talk about a lot, and we both have a lot of respect for Budman. So, um, yeah, he's probably our, my favorite guy, I guess, that we have in common. Awesome. Well, it looks like we're gonna be about to get going. Best of luck this weekend. Cool. Thanks, man. We're here in Oakland with uh, Vince Freezy, the 55 in your program, brand new fly athlete. Uh, able to ride press day on a, on a day where, on a weekend, where it's going to be an accelerated program. How important is that to you? Oh, it's really good. You know, get, get there and get the, uh, the rhythms down and even just the basic stuff, like the triples and the finish line, you can get out there and, you know, start to race them instead of just trying to hit them on the first, first practice there in the morning. Um, yeah, and this is kind of a unique place. The dirt's always extra soft here. It gets rutted up and kind of get to, you know, we get a little um, pre-look at what that's going to be like. Maybe maybe little bike setup stuff here and there. So, yeah, it was really good. Um, you'd mentioned before we hit record that it's soft but also hard in some spots. It's baking right now, and that's going to be how it is throughout the, the, the night program, the evening, like the, the main events and whatnot. Uh, how do you feel like the track is going to dry out throughout the day? Yeah, man, it's like underneath is soft, you know, the dirt that's not getting the sun to it, but the um, the top layer is super crusted over and hard and slippery, so it's it's definitely it's going to make for a difficult racetrack. Um, I usually like it, though, here. I, I like that that um, that style of a track. You know, I like it when it's tough and a little rutted and things like that. Um, so hopefully it, hopefully it works for me, and um, I fe- I'm feeling good. Bike is awesome, and um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, during the press day session, especially the first one, I noticed that you uh, pretty much, like although you went right out behind him, but you kind of sticked on the tail of uh, of Justin. And uh, like, how much of that is kind of seeing what what the guy a guy like him does on the track? Uh, can, I, can you learn anything from him uh, as well as just going out there as teammates? Yeah, I mean, uh, Justin's always got to, to go big right away. You know, he always usually the first guy to hit a quad or a big triple in a rhythm or whatever so um yeah i mean i got a very similar bike to his almost identical engine wise things like that so 
um, it, it's good for me to be able to see, hey, all right, he jumped that. I'm, I'm gonna hit it the next lap. I know I got, I know I got the bike. I, I just watched it jump it, and you know I'll do it right away. And um, it's good for me. It's always good to, to to get things down quick and and not not think about them too much. Sometimes you let them kind of stew in your brain there for too long. It, it gets even harder. So um, yeah, try to get stuff down quickly. Um, 2018, you, you you seem like uh, a little bit of I wouldn't say a changed guy, just a, a much more mature, much more workmanlike style rider than years previous. What do you attribute that to? Uh, to? Oh man, I think it's just been little things building up over the years. You know, I think I made big steps forward last year, and um, I've made m- more big steps forward this year. Um, and that's kind of just what I'm looking to do to continue to improve and um, you know get faster, get fitter. Um, everything make the motorcycle better the team's done a great job with the bike this year it's been a big part of it um just kind of all around just just little steps every day every week every month you know of the off season little things you know with with the team with tony my mechanic nick out there helping me every day i mean we put in a lot of long days and um it's just slowly paying off it's i'd love to see it you know show up at a1 and put in all that hard work and go go win or go get on the podium or whatever but um unfortunately it, it doesn't doesn't always work out like that it's it's little steps in that direction and as long as we're moving in the right direction i'm i'm happy uh didn't get the chance to talk to you about the the triple crown uh format uh something that i feel like kind of is 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 really to kind of benefits you and your your awesome starts how soon before we see uh you on the podium for one of those yeah i mean i i think um at A2, I, I really had high hopes for myself. Um, I qualified pretty well. I qualified in eighth, and um, I was feeling really good on the track. I had everything dialed. The bike was working perfect that night. Um, the first race, I was in, like, sixth place, I think, and I just – something happened. I think Tickle's foot peg or something got hung up in my hub and, and locked my back wheel up going up the face of the jump, and I crashed. So I ended up starting out last in that one. And I just put a lot of pressure on myself that night because I – I knew there was such a good opportunity. Yeah, something. yeah. There's so much, such a good opportunity for me. So, um, and yeah, the second one, obviously, I got the whole shot and um, slid out third turn into the race. And so it was just a, uh, it was one of those nights that like it, it, everything was pointing in the direction it should have been my night, but it just wasn't my night. Um, and it is what it is because again, you know, all, the improvement that I made showed the improvement with the motorcycle, the improvement with myself. It it showed, it, even though it didn't show on paper at the end of the night, it, it showed. And um, just keep building off that, and hopefully, um, I, hopefully tomorrow night, and then on throughout the season, the next triple crown, anything like that. You know, I, I think I can continue to to be a threat to to be up front. All right, man. Well, I appreciate the time. Best of luck. Right on. Thank you. He leaves without a trace, and he came here tonight to get on your case. He is none other than Tony Bluey. How's it going, bud? Very good. How are you? Hey, not too bad, man. Uh, thank you for asking. Um, how did this all come together? When, what, how does the phone call get placed, and, and what's your, your initial reaction? Well, I did the Monster Cup with uh, McAdoo, right. and the team is a great team and mm-hmm. stuff. And then, So he hit me up at the beginning of this year. I told him I didn't really want to do it. Right. And then him and Genova got on the phone together and made me feel special, and next thing you know, here I am. That's all it takes. Just make Tony feel special, and I'm sure there's a lot of things they could have brought up, my friend. You like speaking of which, you're looking in shape, my friend. Like, wh- what have you been doing uh, during the week? I ride my bicycle as much as I can, road yeah. bike, and then um, the gym. But um, yeah, in the past, you know, I didn't feel I had time, but now I feel I have time, and so I try to enjoy myself and stay as in good a shape as I can for an old guy. 
Fair enough. Well, uh, as far as working on the bike, you, you're no stranger to any of these motorcycles. But as far as like, how does this working on the bike compare to working on uh, like uh, uh, an RCH Suzuki? As far as like the ease of, of kind of like the how this thing bolts together. You know, it's kind of like the layout of the electronics and stuff that makes a bike kind of difficult to work on, in my opinion. Yep. This bike here is amazing. To me, this is one of the funnest and most easy bike I've ever worked on. Um, I know that VP Racing Fuels has been working on a few different kinds of blends for fuels that they've been working with uh, with, with Honda at the factory level. Uh, does any of that stuff kind of trickle down to you guys, or, or what, what's typically what you're, you're pouring into this machine? We just run, you know, off-the-shelf stuff. The Pro-6 right stuff? Or? Yeah. Fair enough. Um, as far as hardware that, that uh, contains stuff like uh, titanium, I know a lot of guys start off full tie and then they kind of back it off from there as far as get some flex characteristics in the machine. What's your kind of rule of thumb as to how to approach that scenario, that kind of, like, it, it's, it's a delicate process? Yeah, um, we don't have too much tie on it, but uh, the riders, the feel of the bike is amazing for Justin, speaking yep. for him. But um, so, you know, people try to get, you know the bike as light as they can but like when they went to the air fork my personal opinion that was the wrong place to take weight off okay so it is it's kind of a you know a juggling act of, of where to get the weight just perfect right. it's tough to get the the front end planted when you make it lighter absolutely Sure. Um, your your goals as a, as a mechanic going forward, you guys like you want to have obviously like no mechanical issues throughout the year. But where would you like to see your rider at the end of each night? Uh, I'd like to see him top five, yeah. and hopefully he'll get a podium or a couple podiums this year. What, what were you thinking when he uh, started behind the couple of the title contenders and then uh, ended up taking that heat race? Uh He's been amazing all year. His speed's been am- amazing at the test track and stuff. And then when we came here the first round, and it's, it's there's so much parity. Everybody's so close that you got to get a start. And he got the start in that heat race and pretty much checked out, you know. And then uh, in the main, he didn't quite get the start he looked for. He said that he just didn't execute it right. Um, I think you've had a couple of times where you have the day program. It's never easy for riders, but especially for mechanics. Uh, what type of work, uh, workload um, is, is basically greatened by a, a day, daytime per- performance or they're going to have tomorrow? You know what? I've only, I don't think I've ever done one that uh, I can remember. Maybe, maybe way back in like New Jersey ago? or something. Yeah, I think they did that the one and or they did Santa Clara. I don't know if you were working that year. No, I wasn't. You were done that year. No, I've been okay. out for wow. about four years. All right. Wow. Time does fly. Well, Tony, I really appreciate the time, and we'll uh, chat again soon. Thanks. Appreciate it. Hey, everyone. Let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly. Then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like Zipper Lock to prevent closure failures and EVO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at FlyRacing.com. In motorsports, the action pulls us in, and often we never get close enough to the exhilaration and athletes that amaze us. Although trackside seats are available, nothing gets you closer to motocross and supercross action than the collective experience. Dave Drakes has created an exclusive opportunity to get you closer to the sport you love so much. If you want an all-access experience with Adam or Tyler Edicknapp, Henry Miller, John Ames, or even the cat, AJ Catanzaro, you need to check out the collective experience today. 
thecollectivexp.com as well as the collective ex on instagram is where you can find the collective experience do so immediately the collective experience nobody gets you closer what's wrong jeff i don't know jay well you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran oats and bran i didn't think there was such a that's what i used to think now i start out every morning with a bowl of amigos for extreme kids like us That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. The most action-packed event on the planet is back, bigger and crazier than ever before, with the largest ramps you've ever seen. Nitro Circus, the global youth entertainment phenomenon, returns to North America this year with the epic Next Level Tour. This spectacular brand new production, an all-moto adrenaline rush, will have death-defying tricks, jaw-dropping world's firsts, and absurd stunts. It all adds up to a thrilling show simply too big to fit indoors. The Next Level Tour launches mid-May, just in time for summer, and will visit over 10 cities across the continent through June. Brainchild of Travis Pastrana, global superstar, action sports icon, and Nitro Circus ringleader, the Next Level Tour features the best athletes in action sports taking on the biggest ramps in the world. The Nitro Circus design team has put it all on the line with this show, doubling down on the risk factor. The FMX Next Level Takeoff Ramp alone, a towering 15 feet above the show floor, a whopping 5 feet taller than any ramp toured before, will launch riders more than 60 feet into the sky. The landing ramp also looms large, standing 23 feet in height. The Nitro Circus Next Level Tour will include several athletes, including Bruce Cook, Jared McNeil, Jared Duffy, Blake, Bilko Williams, and many more. For more information, visit nitrocircus.com. Hey, Big MX listeners, just wanted to take a moment to uh, let you guys know about Viral Brand and Viral Brand Goggles. Uh, Viral Brand Goggles is a relatively new company, and we've been working with them for about a year now, and uh, they've got some really cool things going on, which include uh, not only when you buy a pair of goggles, you will not only get a goggle bag, which of course you get with most goggle bags, but uh, with most goggles rather, but uh, you'll also get tear-offs, you get a 10-pack of tear-offs, and you also get an extra clear lens to go along with your mirrored lens than uh, the tinted lens that the goggles come with. Uh, so it's kind of a more, of a more of a package than it is just a set of goggles, which if you're going to buy goggles, you're going to need an extra lens, you're going to need tear-offs. So they take care of all that stuff for you, and uh, $74.99 US is uh, an easy asking price. They've also got a 30-day money-back guarantee. If uh, their best fit challenge, if your goggles don't fit your helmet within the first 30 days, get them back to viral, for uh, and, and they'll take care of you, no questions asked. Uh, so check out the theviralbrand.com today and uh, and and see what the kind of products and the uh, the accessories that they've got. I love the goggles myself and uh, can't wait to see you guys enjoying them as well. Take care. The 805 in your program, mostly from the 805 area. Um, Mr. Gardner, how's it going? 
It's doing pretty good. How about yourself? Not too bad. Uh, you're a guy who always uh, sticks out in in, uh, in qualifying, time qualifying. You can definitely throw down a lap. But why is that? Why do you seem to jump off the page of people? Um, I'm not sure. I came kind of under the radar this year. So when I kind of put my name up in the top 20 and some qualifying, that kind of kind of jumped out more than others. Um, but no, it's just been just been a lot of work and a lot of uh, a lot of practice to try to up my speed a bit to to up that qualifying, and uh, it's been working. Um, like obviously, you find yourself usually in the, the B practice, um, but being one of the faster guys in that, do you find that that allows you to, to go ahead and just like throw down laps and, and kind of ride a little bit more free than you would be if you're in the A practice trying to like set a lap time when the when the, the top five are doing the same thing? Uh, no, I mean I, I take each practice the same whether it's a C, B, or A. Um, yeah, I just go out with the same mindset of trying to ride my own track and not worry about anyone else, regardless of if they're slower or faster. So that's what I've been trying to do. So how this whole uh, team uh, team deal come together? Uh, BWR engines. Uh, you're running race tech as well as a strict gear, which is Canadian, by the way. I'm Canadian. So uh, how did it all come together? Um, well, uh, the original plan was I was gonna gonna ride for Brian White and his team, and then uh, some circumstances he was unable to do it, and um, I wanted to kind of continue his program and, and do my own as well. So. Uh, a couple weeks before, I just just made some calls, and he was he was down to partner up, and he brought in some support, and I brought in some support, and uh, made a pretty good little pretty good little program this year. You run the Mobius wrist brace. Um, a lot of guys don't like running wrist braces. Why do you wear it? Why do you choose Mobius? Um, I uh, broke my wrist last year, and just for the safety reason of rebreaking it or recrashing, it's uh, it's just it's just a safety cause. I, I'm not a fan of wearing it necessarily. It's a little uncomfortable sometimes, but when you ride, you don't notice it. Um, I love the Mobius one a little bit more. Uh, I tried some other ones, just didn't didn't work out. A little a little more irritating for me, but the Mobius has just been fitting good. Do you feel like if it was on your throttle hand, uh, you would still be able to wear it, or would that be too much of a hindrance? I myself, I don't think I could do that. Yeah, um, uh, with my wrist how it is now, if that was the same on my throttle hand, I wouldn't wear one. It has enough mobility, but just because I can work with it on my other hand. Yeah, I can. I can. I doesn't have to move as much, so it works out a little bit more. Fair enough, my friend. Well, uh, what are the goals for this weekend? Uh, just, just same as every other weekend. Just get through it safe is the main goal. But uh, of course, qualify good, put myself in a good position for the night show, and then uh, just ride my own race. Don't worry about anyone else, and I know I'm capable of being in the mains. Are you staying in Oakland or San Fran? I'm staying in Oakland. Fair enough. Well, uh, hopefully that brings you some luck. I wish you the best of luck this weekend, my friend, and uh, go kill it. Thank you very much. Henry Miller from the uh, HEP Racing Suzuki team rocking the brand new FXR gear. Uh, what sound does the dirt bike make? Uh, brah. Of course it does. Now, we're here in Oakland. Uh, it's a beautiful city, uh, and nobody thinks that. But uh, um, you're having fun. You're, you're smiling ear to ear. It's press day. Uh, what's what, what's important to you to take care of on press day? Is it throwing mad whips for the cameras that are all around or getting some tracks, track time so you can feel comfortable? Uh, just shaking down the track, getting all the rhythms down, and uh, just learning the lines and just just so you're you're good on practice day how are you feeling after your injuries uh i believe it was in november that we saw you take a pretty bit nasty spill and be off the bike for some time and i think it still took you a little bit of time to get up to speed once uh the the races started going uh yeah uh, i still feel the side effects like every day every day i ride it, it, it still hurts me still bothers me but we're trying to make the best of it i came back uh way earlier than everyone expected me to yeah just to try to get back on the bike and kind of totally. start shaking down the new Suzuki and um, just we're still building and I'm still testing things and trying to get my whole bike figured out it's uh 
it's something new to me. I've never rode 450 in Supercross, and it's also a Suzuki. I used to ride the Yamaha, so yeah, we're just we're just trying to put everything together. Fair enough. Well, what is, what is it that hurt, it's hurting you? What's holding you back right now? Obviously, uh, with the injuries that you sustained, there's a, a number of things that could be holding you back. What specifically is is giving you a bothersome uh, on on race day? Uh, you know, my my hip's still a little weak. Um, if I land wrong, twist my leg wrong, move my leg wrong, that that kind of stuff still bothers me. Yeah. You know, it, it's pretty irritating still. But uh, other than that, we're just uh, fighting the bike a little bit. Yep. Considering I'm just still still new you, to it are you riding much during the week or is it uh mostly right like race weekends uh i've been able to be uh ride two sometimes three days a week so yeah. we're just i'm just trying to ride as much as possible how are you liking the uh the brand new 2018 fxr gear uh i love the stuff it's great um they Colorful. yeah they came out with some new colorways and just everything's so bright and it pops and just stands out and it just looks really good do you uh do you bug kate clayson at all about being focused when he's handing out gear uh, you know, not really. I, I kind of just, uh... Just feel bad for the I, I leave that stuff back at the cabin because I okay. live with him. All right, yeah, so, fair enough. So I pick on him a lot at nighttime. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So um, what's the plan once you guys go east? Uh, you, you obviously spent a lot of time out east. Um, yeah, so last week was my first week back at Club MX, okay. and uh, I'm, I plan on just staying out there through the rest of the season, um, getting back on my normal schedule, normal time, normal training, everything like that, so... Yeah. Uh, I look forward to to the year progressing. The comforts of home and uh, and back to Club MX. Appreciate the time, my friend. Best of luck this weekend. Thank you very much. Cool. Kyle Cunningham here in Oakland. Oh. Kyle, uh, this is not your first rodeo. Uh, you've been here quite a few times. Uh, t- tell me a little bit about the soil here. It's been, They've had the same soil here for quite some time. Yeah, it's been a little weird in past years. Um, a lot of the time you'll have some rain the week before or steering um is usually how it goes so it looks like the dirt's a little hard on top right now but i'm sure it's been sitting up baking in the sand yeah Yeah, but uh it looks like there might be some moisture underneath where they're working it so uh the track looks a little bit uh a little bit tighter than it was last weekend um which always changes the racing up a little bit but looks good so far from what we've seen and i know uh this dirt when they get some water on it and stuff seems to have a tendency to tack up a little bit so we'll uh see how it shapes up for the races uh five uh five turns of 90 degrees or less and only three uh 180 180 degree turns what does that do to a racetrack as far as you being able to actually make some passes out there because i find that uh unless you guys have something really special happening in the rhythms uh the only passes are really in the bull turns which are only three of them yeah i mean uh looking at the turns yeah there's a lot of tighter ones but um they look pretty tall here which opens up the corner a little more so you can stay a little lower or get a little higher on somebody um the rhythms look a little tighter a little more slow paced but um like i said the track looks honestly like more a1 a2 style um maybe even a little tighter but i think the times are going to be closer to that 52 mark um as to where last weekend was uh i guess we'll see but um you know normally when it's a little tighter it makes for a longer race more laps um same amount of time but you go from a 22 lap main to a 25 or a 26 lapper so um you know it all changes from press day to to race day i know they're going to work the track more and probably make some changes uh compared to even where it is today so uh, i think it'll be good um we were walking looking at it the rhythms 
think there's a couple small things they might be able to change to make mm -hmm. it uh, where there's a couple different lines you can do. But so far, the track looks okay, and it's nice weather here in Oakland. The day race should be interesting. Yep. Um, that always changes it up a little bit. I think it's harder to to keep the track moist uh, yep. when it's sitting here baking in the sun. So right up it could, uh, yeah, it could end up a little slick, but. Uh, you know, we all got to race the same thing, and Snuffy and I went to work this week on uh, some things we've been struggling a little bit, and, you know, a smaller team, newer effort, uh, you know, we got to take it one weekend at a time, try and make the changes we can during the week, and just keep building, and last weekend was a tough one, but, uh, you know, we made some good changes this week, and we're here again this weekend, ready to, uh, ready to do battle, so... We're just working on trying to be better each race we go to. 17 rounds is a long season, so, um, you know, I'm sure this week wasn't the last change. I'm sure we'll continue to work and keep working more, so um, huge thanks to him and everybody at HEP. Uh, it's been fun so far, um, you know, and we're looking to keep on building and get more towards the front of the pack. Can you dive into any of the changes that you did make, or are those all secret? No, I mean, uh, we just made some motor stuff, trying to make some gains, uh, in the turns being able to ride a higher gear uh, especially as light as i am um you know made a couple suspension changes it's just you know you can't always replicate exactly the track that you're racing on the weekend um there's a lot more bikes on the tracks on the weekend uh the dirt's different some of the transitions are more abrupt so you know like i said uh you know he has a lot on his plate um but we've been trying to make gains every step that we can uh just takes a little more time for us over here but you know like i said we have 17 rounds um you know which is 13 more to go and you know i want to be there every weekend racing and we're going to keep uh, working our butts off to make me get a little more comfortable each week as we go but you know my fitness um working with seth and the program that Swanee has me on uh, has been really good. I feel awesome. Those BC I've been, Fit Meals? <laughs> I'm not down there for the BC okay. Fit Meals, but, um, you know, just the program alone in itself, I feel the best I have in a while, and, uh, you know, I feel like it hasn't shown, but that doesn't mean it's not going to show. So we're going to uh, keep working, just take each weekend for what it is, keep building. It's a long year racing the 450 Supercross and the outdoor schedule, so... Um, you know, we're just going to take it one step at a time and keep working as hard as we can and stick to the routine, and the results will come. Fair enough. Kyle Cunningham on the Hep Racing Suzuki. Thanks. Thanks. Talon LaFontaine here in Oakland. Uh, he's just yucking it up with Mr. Moseman there. I need to do an interview. Is that okay, Mr. Moseman? Right. Can I get you after, maybe? Right, we can yeah, talk about right. some dirt bikes. Yeah. Go, go. Uh, actually, I was, the whole day I was wondering yesterday, who, who's, 70, who's 71? Who the heck is 71? Anyway. I don't know. But the, the, the 149 is Talon LaFontaine. He, he wears a, a 60 helmet, CD boots, and uh, FXR gear. Tell me how all that came together. Uh, all, I mean, I've always worn 60, but the other stuff came together with uh, the HEP team, really. They put all that together, and but it's been cool because FXR has been really good, and CD's also been really good, so I'm not complaining. Um, what needs to happen for you guys, or for you personally this weekend, to get to where you need to be, which I believe is inside the top 10 every single race? Uh, less pressure on myself, really, and just riding and not just getting out of my own way to be honest that's it um that's a lot of what racing is so for me it's just having fun and um yeah just staying in the moment and 
racing, like being aggressive and, and racing these guys. And that's what I want to do. So I just need to keep working at it, and I know it'll come around, even though I'm, I'm kind of in a slump and whatever, but um, I still want it. So it'll come around sooner or later, and I just need to keep fighting. Uh, does me put, uh, tell you that I expect you to be in the top ten? Pressure on you? No, not really, to be honest, because that's where I want to be. I mean, there's probably 10, 10 like factory riders, and then the rest are like pretty close. Um, like from like ten to uh, twenty in the main are all you know yep. relatively close. So I think that's fair. Um, I just need to put myself in better positions, to be honest, and and be smarter and have better practices, and then that'll lead to better races. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate the time. Best of luck in the rest of the week, and uh, we'll catch you again soon. Thank you. Awesome. They call him J-Mo. I don't know why they call him J-Mo, but they do anyway. Josh Mosman, he's rocking Fox gear today. Looking here, looking good here on, on press day. Uh, I'm looking for big whips. Is the, Are you the person to find big whips from? Nope, not, not the guy for big whips. <laughs> what, what, what are you known for then? Uh, shoot, I don't know what Fox I'm known gear? for. I'm known for... Uh, I'm not really sure what I'm known for, but when it comes when it comes to big whips, it has to be the right temperature. The wind has to be blown in the right direction. Okay. Um, it just kind of depends on what I ate for breakfast that morning, which oh, I eat. Wow. I eat, you know, the same thing for breakfast every day. So, so I try to. I try to. Doesn't I, actually. Well, I try to keep that like you know consistent. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, the whips, you know, it just depends on the angle of the jump, you know, the angle of the corner, the temperature, all that good stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Tell me about your season so far. The 71 machine in your program, number one in your hearts. What's uh, what have you been your goals? How have you approached them, and how do you look to achieve them? So last week was my first ever Supercross. Um, I did arena cross the first three weekends of the year, and got my Supercross points and showed showed up at uh, Glendale Supercross last weekend for the first one, and it was good. I felt comfortable, felt good. Um, and I uh, had a lot of fun. I rode tight in the heat race. It was my first one, obviously. I rode tight, and uh, and that was just all on me. And then in the LCQ, I got a bad start and passed a lot of guys, came up to sixth place, and, uh, and on the last lap had a small crash, ended up 14th, and that was my night. But uh, I felt good, felt comfortable. I wanted to be in the main, and that's where I expect myself to be this weekend and from, from here on out. Uh, what do you think prepared you better for Supercross, uh, getting top 20 motos on a 450 outdoors or racing three arena cross races? <laughs> uh, either, either way, they're, arena cross, motocross, it's all different. Supercross, it's all different. Okay. Uh, I survived arena cross without getting hurt, and I was happy to do that, and now we're here. And uh, Yeah, I mean, what prepared me for Supercross was just riding practice at the Supercross right. tracks for the last couple months and yeah. putting a lot of hours in at the tracks, so th- that was pretty much it. But, well, that was a half-series question. So Yeah. Uh, but as for, for you racing this machine uh, and, and going into the arena cross ranks uh, for, for a short period of time, did you have any close calls? Did you have any like bar-banging moments? Because, of course, arena cross known for that type of racing. Yeah, lots of bar-banging moments bar banging moments uh i had to hit a few people i never took anyone completely out but i did move some people out of the way and that was strictly just because i needed to get my points and get out of there and yeah sketchy moments there was definitely points and go yeah there was definitely a few sketchy moments tracks uh two out of the three rounds were really soft 
Um, so that was something I, I didn't expect it to be super soft at Arena Cross, but they were, and it was interesting, and uh, here we are. Fair enough. Well, where can people follow you on social media? I know you're, you're, uh, you're a guy that uh, is, is, is an interesting follow. Where do they follow you? Uh, just at Josh Moseman on Instagram and uh, just Josh Moseman on Facebook. But, yeah, it's mostly just Instagram for me, and, yeah, thank you. Appreciate the, the time, JMO. Thanks for having me, and thank you uh, to my mechanic, Avery Lyson, for uh, putting in a lot of time for me driving all over the country to get to the arena cross races and all the way to Phoenix. And um, thank you to all my friends and family who are here in Oakland. I grew up an hour north of here, so I'm really excited to see a lot home of fr- race. friends. Yep, here Second at the home, race, your home race. hometown race. Yeah, so Not it should bad. be fun. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate the time. Thank you for having me. Cool. Oh, Kyle Defoe is a really good mechanic, way better than Andrew Bauer. Recovery. He's much better. It was a really nice recovery. And uh, and Michael Lieb is a pretty good racer. He used to have a really good mechanic named Kyle Lieb. Uh, and now it's your first uh, first race with the IB Corp team for 2018. Uh, it's good to finally see you. Yeah, I've been, uh, been waiting for this one for a little bit here. I uh, sat on the couch for two years to get ready for A1. And, uh, yeah, I ended up breaking a wrist there in the middle of December. And here we are, round five. Yeah, now it's it's 01. It's 01. Oh, yeah. oh single. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, this, this is actually where all the uh, all the foot fusion stuff started here, so it's kind of kind of full circle to come back and start start where I left off here, so. No kidding, coming coming into this, does it give you a little uh, weird mojo, or is that, like, so far in the memory that you can't quite uh, even relate to it? No, I like that stuff. I, I like kind of putting myself back in situations that, you know, hard times have kind of come from. A lot of good has come from what has happened, and... Um, you know, just a little bit, little bit more motivation to get through the night tomorrow, and and uh, you know, I, I mean, same time season starts for me tonight, so or tomorrow. Um, just need to get through the get through the day tomorrow and uh, get on with the season, really. How much time do you have on the race bike, uh, and how different is the practice bike from your race bike? Jamie's done a really good job with practice bike and race bike scenario. Um, obviously, Enzo and KYB. I mean, there's there's not so much different between practice and race stuff there either. So. Um, I've got two or three days on the race bike, and the uh, difference between that and practice is minimal. So, uh, fortunately, that's been helpful. Speak to uh, working with Andrew Bauer for the first time uh, this year. Um, any like parts falling off the bike or uh, loose bolts anywhere? No, nah, Bauer's been killing it. Bauer has put in probably more hours in the last two weeks at the dirt bike track than he's probably put in in the last year or so. So, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been having him slave away, and he's, he's holding up like a champ. So we'll, we'll give him an A-plus for the moment. Fair enough. Well, over the last two weeks, yeah, but maybe the, the weeks prior to that, not so much. He seemed kind of lonely. He seemed bored. wasn't doing a whole lot. It's because his rider's an idiot and went and crashed in the middle of December. So you can he's, he's kind of been shop bitch. So I think he's he's pumped to to have a, a guy now and some stuff to do. Fair enough. Well, he ha- he has a guy now and some stuff to do. So uh, Michael, what is the uh, what's the goal for this weekend? Just go out and ride like I know how to. Um, get my starts going and just get in the groove. I, I don't have any set goals for as where I want to be place-wise. Um, I just want to have a, have a smooth night and um, really just start my season. I want to be strong at the end of the year. Um, you know, I've got this weekend and next weekend to kind of get myself acquainted, and then i got four or five weeks to get back to the drawing board before East Coast run, or before the end of the West uh, starts up. So for me, it's just getting going now and uh, breaking, the, breaking the rust off the wheel. What's the turnaround time to get a custom jersey and a pair of black pants made uh, from canvas? Right now, you're looking probably around two weeks. Two weeks, so two. shipping to Canada? 
two weeks. You had like five days shipped from Canada. Fair enough. We'll send it to, to the Mike's Parcel Pickup in, in North Dakota. Um, but uh, yeah, the cannabis is something that you're still very involved with. Uh, how does that continue to move forward? Oh, it's awesome. We've uh, we got a lot of new things on the way right now. Um, some, some big things are going to be happening here within the next probably four to five weeks here. So... Um, yeah, I got my partner Chuck Carruthers and Matt Cordova. They're they're grinding away on it while, while I'm doing this. Yeah, Chuck Carruthers, he's a he's a partner in Canvas now as well for the go. last year. That's that's fair enough. The guy uh, like Revelation one nine nine jumped the two hundred footer. That's like about as like, and then the Corolla roll. What was it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, two thousand three, uh, two thousand two yeah. or two thousand three X Games gold medalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, made that thing happen. Yeah, he sent it. I mean, I. I remembered parts of him riding. I mean, I obviously remembered all the X Games stuff, but yeah. watching back on God, I, don't, I couldn't, couldn't even tell you the movies. But the amount of send that level, yeah, the, he was the, sending the, it yeah. before people were sending. Yeah, it. he he put the definition on the Moto community of sending it. Fair enough. Well, I appreciate the time. Good talk, Dylan Merriman on the '86. Um, tell me a little bit about your program this year. Yeah, it was uh, pretty good. We were, um, you know, about three months ago, we were getting ready to race 450. And uh, everything was going great. And then about two weeks before Anaheim won, uh, throw, a wrench was thrown in the program. I broke my leg. Uh, fibula, to be exact. Yeah, right. Well, uh, just a crack in my fibula. wasn't too bad, but just enough to set me back. Um, I was off the bike for about three or four weeks and then kind of just jumped back, in, jumped back into it. You know, I was on the bike riding for, you know, two weeks total, probably about one full week. But uh, I just wanted to get back out there racing and get my feet wet in the 450 class and, you know, just see what adjustments we need to make throughout the year. Um, a full race program for you this season? Like, obviously, you missed a few rounds, but you plan to race every race all the way through Vegas? Yeah, yeah, I plan to do all the 450 rounds, east, west, and all that. What are your goals for the race season? Uh, I need to get in the main event. You know, I feel like I'm more than capable of doing that. And, uh, yeah, last weekend was rough, but, you know, I know I can be there. And uh, hopefully sooner than later, you know, we'll see how this weekend goes. And um, just got to build. What, what's currently holding you back? Is there any issues with the leg at all? Um, qualifying? You, you, or is there anything that's currently holding you back from your, your potential? No, no, my legs, uh, it's strong. It's just the only thing holding me back is the, uh, the lack of laps in, in, you know, time on the bike that, you know, I wasn't able to do while I was hurt. You know, you can work out all you want as hard as you want off the bike, but nothing makes up for that time lost. So it's hard to jump in when these guys are three rounds in and they're going at it. Everyone's healthy pretty much at the moment. So, you know, jumping back into that, you know, it's, it's not easy. So I, uh, last weekend was a reality check. You know, I know I'm going to get better and improve, but uh, I need to make it happen quick. Um, that that being said, uh, we're out here at Press Day. How invaluable is some extra time on the track for Press Day for you right now? It's good. Right now, you know, every minute on the bike is uh, is a lot for me, you know, more than anyone else probably because, yeah, like I said, I'm a bit behind the eight ball, but um, we're getting there. Cool. And you're, you're, with, uh, you're with TPJ. How, how's that program working out for you? Uh, it's been really good. You know, this year is even better than last year. We got a good deal with uh, with Prop Shop Yamaha and uh, Brett's, you know, good friends with Ted. And they've got it worked out to where I get some bikes and stuff. So uh, it's a solid program for now. Um, during the uh, the reality TV show that you were you were involved with, uh, the, the Racetrack Supercross uh, that tv show or the the web series rather uh you were rather mean to uh to zach zach commons have you guys amended since uh do you still feel like you intimidate him or do you feel like that's why he quit he quit racing altogether no i like zach he's a good friend of mine and like he had said in one of the episodes you know we could be screaming at each other in front of strangers and they'd think we're about to brawl but 
we're just joking around, having a good time, you know, for the TV and stuff like that. So I actually haven't talked to him since, but before he left the house, we uh, we had a good hug, you know, goodbye, good luck, all that. So, no, him and I are tight. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate the time. Thank you.